that's 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 what I'm trying to say is that like I think that I don't think we can go back to how things were and one way that we can do that ourselves as people who run a bookshop is to think more about who can't physically be in the space. Hi. Hey, I guess we are recording now because I just hit the record button. Hi, I'm Sophia Yang, and this is a special episode for CJSR's COVID-19 News Update podcast. This is a very unusual time for every one of us, and I hope everyone is doing okay out there. The slight things have changed a lot in the past few weeks, but I think we're doing okay as CJSR. Or it's just me. I really don't know. It's interesting how I've learned so many things as a podcast producer or just as a human being. In this episode, I'm going to tell you the story of how local bookstores are dealing with this difficult time, and how they're adopting different strategies to deal with the shutdown of their physical stores. I had conversations with Jason Purcell from The Last Bookshop, and also Kelly Dyer from Audrey's Books. These are two of the bookstores I visit the most, and also since The Last Bookshop and Audrey's Books are two different kinds of stores. One of them is a general independent bookstore with a larger space for people to meet offline, and The Last Bookshop. Last bookshop is like a specialized bookstore. I have to say sorry for the bad quality during this conversation. I think that's one of the things we cannot really deal with. But、uh, as my fellow producers talked about this, it's like one of the. If you really think about it, it's like a watermark, saying like this audio was produced during the COVID-19 pandemic shutdown. So it's pretty cool, yeah. Hey. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. I just finished a final. <laughs> oh wow! Congratulations. Thanks. Um, how's the bookstore? The bookstore is is chugging along. You know, we've got、uh, we transitioned pretty quickly from being a brick and mortar store to doing online deliveries, but.、Um, I mean, there's been a lot of support, and people have been really excited about it, and we've been excited about it. So it's all going, it's all going well. Nice.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how to ask first question. There are so many questions.、Um, Hit me with them. <laughs> you want to like use three words to describe the experience you are experiencing now? Three words to describe the experience of operating a bookshop during a pandemic. Um. It is constant, constant in so far as can I explain my word choices? Yes. Okay. Constant in so far as、um, we have to always kind of be available in a way that we didn't have to be when we were in the shop. You know, with the shop you have、uh, set hours that you're open, and these are the hours people come in and they browse and they buy books. And Now, because we're running a largely online service, you know we have to kind of be、uh, present in a lot of different ways、um, all the time.、Uh, so that is one change, and that is one word I would use to describe it.、Um, also, heartening because we really didn't know 
we were a new business. Like we only opened our brick and mortar store in October, which is very recent. And of course, nobody plans for a pandemic. Um, no one really sees that coming or can prepare, but particularly in your first year of running a business, it, um, it's a particularly uh, unique challenge, I think. Um, and I've seen other businesses uh, locally or like online um, on Twitter or Instagram talking about how they just can't make it, right? Like they're not going to reopen at the other side of this. Um, and so I feel very heartened by the incredible amount of support that we've been shown because um, there's just a, such a community of folks around us and, and we're still meeting new people virtually. Uh, people are still finding us or discovering us and that's really exciting because it's an opportunity to introduce ourselves in a different capacity. Um, and then the third, third word, I mean exciting and exciting in all of the different kind of um, definitions. I mean, exciting in the way that it's, it's scary and we have that kind of adrenaline rush from the uncertainty and, and, and fear, and, but also excitement in a positive sense because um, it's been not only an invitation, but like a demand that we quickly respond and that we change things up and that we're always going and we're trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work. So it's, it's a really interesting and again, exciting um, way for us to imagine how it is we fit in this community and how it is that we um, offer the types of books that we offer like in different contexts. I've seen a lot of changes during the past few weeks. I mean, I check uh, your Instagram every day and uh, it's like, uh, even the delivery service have been changed. Mm -hmm. I think one thing that's been, that hasn't worked that we have had to reassess is simply like the volume of work that comes in and, and the ways in which we've had to allot our time differently. That has been a major, um, a major factor in, in making the changes that we've made that maybe you've already noticed like on Instagram or you've noticed as somebody who has ordered from us and has had the delivery service taken, like um, it just takes, it feels like it takes a lot more time now, which is not necessarily bad, but it just means that like, you know, before we would open our doors and folks would come in and they would look at what they wanted to see. And if they had a question, they would ask us and we would be there. And now it's um, now we're like, again, to talk about how we have to constantly kind of, beyond um you know there's a lot more conversation happening in different ways you know messages back and forth to, to talk about why this book might be a good fit or why it might be a bad fit or what kind of recommendations we have if you liked this book and you want something similar like there's a lot of um kind of being plugged in and then on the back end uh the work that goes into organizing the orders, packing the orders, then delivering the orders. I mean, these are all things we've had to really sort of block out our time in different ways, which is a blessing in, in some ways, right? Because we learn interpersonally what works. We're a team of two, me and Matthew. And then we have two folks who are helping us um, with deliveries as well. So it helps us with our communication, it helps us with our organization skills, like all of these things that happen under stress, which all of us are under right now. Um, it's kind of, it's been, in some senses, it's been really positive. 
That is very inspiring. What was the first thing that came to you when you first realized you have to close the physical store? Um, it was an interesting bit of time for us because we were located in city center mall, Edmonton city center, which means that we didn't have we don't have the autonomy to set our own hours. Uh, we don't have the autonomy to to close when we want to. Basically, like when the mall is open, we have to be open. Um, and so it was a real sort of tense few days where we felt individually, and we felt as as a as a company that has um, really kind of strong community ethics. We kind of everything that we do is trying to be in response and in favor of the community, and we just felt like it was a great um, hypocrisy to stay open at this time when. All the messaging we're hearing is like, please, if you can, stay home, reduce contact. You know, so um, so we really didn't know how we were going to go about that. But thankfully, Edmonton City Center came to the decision that like, if if individual businesses felt more comfortable closing, they were welcome to do that without penalty. So that was that was nice because we didn't necessarily foresee that happening. Um, and so, literally, the minute that we got that message from the powers that be up in uh, Edmonton City Center, we made the decision to close because it just felt like it just felt like there was no reason for us to be open and putting folks in danger. Um, it was our way of kind of doing what we could to help the community, and and we knew that there would be other ways that we'd get folks to people. And, and the delivery service was one that was just immediately apparent. What do you think are some features that you have newly developed during this uh, special time? Well, I think something that we're still learning is, is how to be present online. Um, I think from the beginning, we had pretty strong like social media platforms where we would, you know, our tweets were good and our Instagram was good. I hope people think that like, that we had that kind of down we knew that but uh there were other ways like that we weren't yet present online like we didn't have a web store until until we closed the shop you know and many independent bookshops do have the two in tandem all the time they have their physical location where people come can come browse then they have their web store where people can place orders from home or or whatever and we didn't have that and we kind of felt like it was always something that we were going to do it was always like yeah yeah, yeah we'll get to that Um, but because it was just the two of us, we were always so busy, it always fell on the back burner. And I feel like now we've had, of course, we've had no choice, right? Yeah. Like I don't, yeah. And I really want to make sure I'm not making it sound as though I think like this is a gift in disguise because that's not the case. I mean, I really take this seriously and I recognize the severity of it. Um, but I mean, I think that it's pushing us toward a different type of world like i really hope that when this is over we don't go back to the way things were and the way that that looks to me on the level of an independent bookstore is access right so that's 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 what i'm trying to say is that like i think that i don't think we can go back to how things were and one way that we can do that ourselves as people who run a bookshop is to think more about who can't physically be in the space one thing that i'm hearing a lot um, in the wake of, of COVID is that um, a lot of folks who deal with and live alongside chronic illness and chronic pain are saying like, this is not new to us. This is our life. We often live this way in isolation, stuck at home. We can't make it out. And, um, and so how is it that we 
are responsible and how is it that we are caring towards those communities when this is over you know we don't pretend that they're they don't exist we have to say like you know because now we've all been there so now we have to we have no choice we can't look away anymore right so i think that's those are the kind of questions that living through um, a pandemic like this is asking of us This is a question particularly for you. Okay. As you are a specialist, you were an English major, right? I was, yeah. Got my master's in English, yeah. Nice. So I'm gonna ask you this question about independent bookshop. Okay, ready. What would you describe Glass Bookshop? Is it like a general independent bookstore or a specialized bookstore? I would describe it as a specialized bookstore.、Um, we don't try to have everything. And there are some real notable absences in our shop. For example,、um, you know, we don't carry Margaret Atwood, for example, and like that's somebody who, anytime one of her books is released, it's like an instant bestseller. That to me is more of the job of the general bookstore、um, to carry to carry titles like that.、Um, there's no everyone knows where to find the latest Margaret Atwood or the latest like Dan Brown.、Um, And I mean, this is not to say that we won't order that in for someone. Like, if someone wants to pre-order a book through us, happily, we would love to do that. Thank you.、Um, but when it comes to the real estate of our bookshelves, we only have limited space, and we went into this with a pretty charged political and aesthetic decision to、uh, uplift particular voices, and that means we have to leave some out, and we do that purposefully.、Um, so, so I would say, yeah, we're a specialty bookstore. I think like someone like Audrey's, for example, is a great example of an independent general bookstore because they have a lot of like, you know, a lot of great titles across different genres, across topics, across tastes, and we are kind of honing in on something else. I don't think that a bookshop like ours would be possible without something like Audrey's because Audrey's needs to be there as the general bookstore so that we can have the freedom and the flexibility in the To be a little bit more creative with what it is we bring in, and that's not to say Audrey's is not being creative. It's just like a different project. They have like, like a different, they have a different mandate than we have, and I think we are very、uh, grateful to them that they exist and have done what they've done so much because it allows us to take on a more particular mandate. Do you think there are like features of a specialized bookstore that help you to like、uh, overcome the shutdown? I think. You know something that we talk kind of over and over and over again. It's probably you've probably heard it before. It's probably boring to you, but when we were opening, when we were thinking about this bookshop, we were thinking about the research of Ryan Raffaelli, who is out of the Harvard Business School, and he does a lot of research on independent bookshops specifically. And he has something called the three C's, which are community, convening, and curation. And these three C's are to him the、uh, reason why bookshops. Are、uh, resurging because there was a period when a lot of bookshops, were, independent bookshops, were closing.、Um, brick and mortar were were shutting down, and we saw a lot of big box stores like Barnes and Noble or Chapters Indigo here in Canada、um, flourishing. And then Amazon came along and changed the game in their own ways too. But now there's kind of this revival of independent bookshops, and what Ryan Raffaelli says is that it, because he, independent bookshops offer these three Cs, they offer Community, a space where the community can actually come and be 
not in a contrived way, not in a way that is um, standardized across the country, the way like if you went into an Indigo or a Chapters, they all kind of look the same. You're asked to navigate the space in the same way. All the categories are the same. So an independent bookshop doesn't do that. An independent bookshop has its own flavor, its own psyche. And um, so the community responds in a really authentic way. And then there's convening, which means independent bookshops are able to offer these, these kind of really kind of personal events, for example, like Vivek's uh, launch tonight on Instagram. It's a different type of space. It's a different type of convening, but it's something that independent bookshops are somehow more equipped to offer than a big box store or, or and certainly Amazon can't offer it. And then curation, the third C, is simply that independent bookshops um, often have a sort of project in mind, and also they can curate based on the community that they are part of. So they are able to curate books that you actually want to read, right? Not books that like the publishers have paid to have on tables or publishers have paid to have on walls, but books that actually reflect the, um, the political engagements or the aesthetic engagements of the community that the bookshop's part of. So I think that people are waking up to this, particularly in this moment of COVID when so much is at risk and there's so much risk of losing these businesses. I think people are very excited to now back them in really kind of significant and material ways. I feel so happy listening to this. <laughs> I feel so happy talking to you about this. Well, it's something we've been thinking a lot about. I mean, we've had no choice, right? But like, all we're doing is like packing orders and then thinking about what this means, like the implications of it for us as a small business. And you know what? There are so many great small businesses, small independent bookshops across the country who are doing remarkable things. Yeah. Have you ever thought about uh, what would become after the pandemic? You just mentioned that it, it won't go back to like what we used to be. On a grand scale, like I think it means things like having um, more of a robust social security net in place and, you know, sort of a guaranteed basic income, all of these things that I think that we need because we're seeing so many people struggle right now. Um, at the level of the independent bookshop, however, um, something more specific to what we're, we're talking about, I mean, I think... Our plans, we're still going to open our permanent location. That is still a go. Uh, I think it might be delayed a little bit because of all this, but uh, we're still planning to do that. We're still planning to be a space where we gather. Uh, we're still planning to be, yeah, a, a kind of community hub with um, different partnerships and different events and engagements. That's still part of the plan. So I don't know exactly how that'll all play out. And I'm sure in the time between now and then, there'll be even more. Um, even more things that, that we're confronted with that we have to find solutions for. But right now, that's, that's front of mind for me. And that was Jason Purcell from Glassbird Shop, who is a really nice guy, and I enjoy talking to him very much. After talking to Glassbird Shop, I also had a conversation with Kelly Dyer from Audrey's Books. Audrey's Books was the first bookstore I visited when I first arrived in Edmonton. As a general independent bookstore, as Jason and I have discussed, by genre, Audrey's Books may not have that many of advantages uh, in adopting new strategies to cope with the COVID-19 shutdown. 
The conversation with Kelly was quite solid, if you ask me to describe. And I really appreciate she telling the story of Audrey's boots during this difficult time. So yeah, here's our conversation. We are recording. Hello, Kelly. First, I need、Hi. to introduce yourself. Oh, introduce myself? Sure.、Uh, my name is Kelly Dyer, and I am the manager、um, at Audrey's Books.、Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kelly. Welcome to our Zoom meeting. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's the bookstore doing these days? The bookstore is—it's busy, which we're very grateful for. It's a very different kind of busy.、Um, Things are definitely not what we're what we're used to.、Uh, with the doors being closed,、um, we've now been closed. I think it's it's been three weeks. I think since we've shut our doors, and so without that customer interaction, being able to kind of talk about books the way we're used to, it's it's very different. But you know, the staff are definitely busy answering phones and dealing with lots of online online orders. So. That's that's a good thing. <laughs> wow, that sounds difficult. There are days where it's definitely challenging and and stressful,、mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, you know, you have moments where you're stressed because you can't necessarily answer all the emails as quickly as as you're used to, or getting back to customers as as fast as we normally are because there's there's fewer of us、uh, right now. We've had to reduce our hours as well, but then we'll get a great. Post on Facebook, or someone will share something, and they'll share some good feedback, and it'll just kind of make what we're doing all that much. It's it's worthwhile, you know.、Mm-hmm. It, it makes those those tougher days a little easier. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. tired, definitely, by the end of the day. If you can use three words to describe the current situation, what would you choose? Three words. Wow. Strange.、Mm-hmm. Um, anxious a little bit. Anxious is another word. Yeah. But, but at the same time, it's not all negative. So I want to say, inspiring. Um, because there are, there have been some really inspiring moments. Um, where, not even just in the store, but just in general, you know, where things seem so bad, but people are coming together. I think in different ways, and I'm seeing more of the humanity of people. I think than I have in a long time.、Um, but yeah, so inspiring because you know, Audrey's ourselves, we're getting lots of love and support, which in itself is really overwhelming for me. I mean, it's a it's a family business, family run business. It was started by my my mom and dad. Well, it's not started. I guess you know they've had the store for a very 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 long time, and、um, and just. You know, when when this all hit, we're worried about what's going to happen, and you know, a store like this, a small store, small businesses, any local small independent store of any kind, you know, it, it's going to be very difficult to kind of get through this, and so we were all worried, and but we've received so much love and support, so it's it's overwhelming and inspiring. So,、mm-hmm. my three words: yes, stressful, anxious, <laughs>、um, anxious, and but inspiring. That's pretty good, actually. Very precise, I think.、Mm-hmm. What was the first thing that you were thinking of when you had to shut the store down, September? What was the first thing? 
um, when we had to close our doors, it's like, will we, I guess the initial thought is, will we ever be able to open them again to the public? Like, will we be in a position where we can open the store and share our love of books? Mm-hmm. So that was a very, it's scary, absolutely scary. Uh, but um, then you, you know, you worry about your staff and you worry about how everyone's going to be. And even before the government actually set into place that they were going to shut, um, that the essential businesses, non-essential businesses, sorry, had to be shut down. We had the intention actually of closing our doors to the public. We were going to do it March 30th. It was a, we chose the Monday just because it was the end of the week. More so just for the safety of our staff. Um, we didn't want our staff coming to work feeling anxious or not wanting to be there. You know, this is, we're we're more like a family and it's, you know, Audrey's is supposed to be a safe space, a fun space, a happy, happy place, right? And so um, we were had already kind of made that tough decision to to shut the doors. It just happened a few days earlier than than what we'd anticipated. Um, so, yeah, I mean, first thought is is please, please, please let us be able to open our doors again. <laughs> yeah, you know, so that we can share you know, what we love with our community and, and be a place where people can kind of come and gather and celebrate literature and celebrate people. And um, so, yeah, there was yeah. lots kind of going through <laughs> through my head. Yeah, that's how I feel as a reader. Like, uh, Artist Voice has been a community center for Edmontonians, so it's a very important for us to, like, uh, join in the offline events at Audrey's. Yes, uh, the the events part we're still trying to figure out how how, how we're going to to juggle that. You know, the longer this kind of all goes on, because they are such an integral part of who we are as a bookstore. Um, and so that is still we'll, we're still in in talks with management. You know, when we when we have time, it's been as I said, it's been really busy, which I'm super grateful for but it hasn't left a ton of time to really kind of get into those sort of things because we are as I said shorter staffed we we had some folks on staff who um, have huge health concerns and so of course you know they're they're staying home where they should be and where they're safe and uh, and so with fewer of us it's it's harder to kind of get to all of those things I, I have you know some folks on staff who look after you know Instagram and myself and some folks at home are, are working on the Facebook as much as you can but it's we're still trying to figure out how to how how we're going to deal with events and stuff and still be that to the community during all of this even though we're not you can't enter our building how can we connect and and still reach out that's that's a it that's an ongoing everyday evolving thing for us it's it's a juggling act right now so it's it's really hard that way yeah um apart from the events what are like some new features you're trying to adopt to the bookstore i'm trying to utilize our website more because there's definitely more people coming to this uh, coming to our online store now trying to support local and 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 so using i'm still as i said we're still learning even about our website even though we've had it forever uh how it works and and all the different things we can kind of feature and and show so we're trying to learn more about that so that that'll be 
more of a feature for us is our online um, presence in that sense where people can kind of connect with us and learn more about the store and what we do, what we have and more about our staff. I mean, not just, you know, staff picks. Cause as I said before, it's, that's the, I think that's the hardest part is not being able to take that time, uh, you know, one-on-one talking to that customer or that, you know, friend who, come, I mean, essentially friends who come in the door just, who are looking to just talk about books. Um, and so, as I said, it's still, it's still an ongoing thing for features. And how's this stuff doing, like in general? You know, I, I check in with them regularly uh, because it's, it's a very different feeling in the store. It's a very busy time um, and it's kind of go, go, go. But everybody seems to be doing fairly well. I mean, there are some days where you're a little more tired at the end and they're like, okay, time to go home. (laughs) But uh, I think, you know, some are getting energized by the energy and by all the feedback that's being shared with us. I mean, we do try and, because not all of the staff uh, take part in the social media. So we are trying to share that with everybody just so that they see that, you know, we're getting a lot of love. I just want to say a big shout out just to the Edmontonians uh, and Albertans. There's been people sharing who shared our posts, you know, even if they are not necessarily ordering from us right now, but they're sharing their love and their support for Audrey's and just getting the word out about us um, is absolutely amazing. Just a real thank you to Edmontonians for showing us how much they they do appreciate and love us and we love them right back and that was kelly dyer from audrey's books i'm not sure how you react to these two conversations with glass shop and audrey's books but for me it's like a a great opportunity to understand these two local businesses i do care about and also, like, uh, I feel like I'm grasping every opportunity for me to talk to a real person <laughs> during this time. Independent bookstores are experiencing a dramatic shift in the bookselling industry, as well as in local community culture and the capitalist economic system. Apart from struggling from their survival as local businesses, independent bookstores are also reconciling the devotion to their local literary community. I think there's one thing very important that we need to realize is that there is a possibility that we're not, we're never gonna go back. Or, as I would like to say, we may not, it, it may be better for us to just move on, to try to live a new life in the era of COVID-19. Because none of us really knows what is normal at this stage. It tortures me a lot when I think of things we used to do before the shutdown. But for now, it's like it really helps me to understand the situation. Why not just look forward into the future, into the post-pandemic world? And I think that's how 
we become we become more resilient and stronger in this difficult time. Things may not may never be the same, but I guess it's okay. It's fine by me, and I don't think important things will be changed, like our love for the community, our love for the books, for literature, and also our love for each other will not be changed. And those are the things we are trying to protect. It really helps me to cope with the difficulties, and I hope the same for you. Someday we'll meet each other in real life. <laughs> I hope, without masks,、uh, without Zoom, someday we'll have a real conversation, and then we can hug each other, or maybe kiss each other, if you would like to do so. <laughs> someday we will embrace the new future, and for now, we're gonna live a good life. <laughs>